0: this is a question that I'll ask all my artists um all the artists that I've interviewed um it can be a deep question or it can be not so deep um what's the hardest part about being you
1: um putting all the blame on me that's Mm. the hardest part um Sometimes I forget that it's not me. Sometimes it like, we're in a bad economy. Um, and that's something I can't control. Uh, sometimes it is all on me. There's parts of my life that I need to fix. Sometimes um, I'm not in the season of being successful. You will go through seasons of not being successful. You'll go through seasons of being successful. You can make $5,000 in one day, and for the next six months, you're only making $200. Right. And I blamed it all all on me. So I think me is like that control uh, freak, that um, person that doesn't work well with people all the time Mm. that person that learned to burn bridges instead of learning how to build them. Mm. that person that I gotta control everything because if I don't do it, it ain't gonna get done
0: Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Um, this is a podcast created by creators for creatives. Um, we have a very special guest today, an amazing, amazing artist that I admire, um, CP the Artist. He is a self-taught artist. Um, he states that art is in me. I want my art to portray the essence of life, love, tragedy, spirituality, self-expression, hope, and purpose. Um, let's all welcome CP, the artist. How you doing today, my brother? Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother. No problem. Um, so tell me about how your artist journey began. What uh, drew you to art?
1: Oh, man. Let me tell you something. It was like, you know, I'm 47 years old. I grew up uh during the birth of hip-hop and i had to find my niche somewhere and basically mm-hmm. my niche was art i couldn't break dance i couldn't dj I couldn't rap mm-hmm. i was i was probably six years old at the time couldn't do any much so art started through hip-hop and uh my affinity through hip-hop and then that's where it, it took
0: it, it started oh so like graffiti um yeah that yeah, okay. was graffiti
1: character drawings, you know, because um, you know, in graffiti sometimes you could just create like little hip-hop characters or mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know if you ever seen um the movie Beach Street. And yeah. it was a you know the main character, is he was uh Ramon, he was an artist. So that was like someone I first looked
0: up to. That was my first inspiration, Ramon from uh Beach Street. So tell me more about the journey um as an artist even though um we have uh influences on you know from the outside like where did you start like was it just strictly pencil to paper did you get to the paints or like where did you start
1: Yeah I mean yeah start with the the pencil the then it eventually evolved to graphic design to painting on t-shirts uh book illustrations local designs videography YouTube mm. like my thing is a as an artist I always found that my I, I used to get bored very quickly mm-hmm. with whatever I was you know in and I always wanted to challenge myself to kind of you know, um, Taking an, another step into some type of area in in um, you know creativity mm-hmm. because my mind is always going and I'm always challenging myself to like to see what else I could do so yeah it, it eventually just evolved into stuff that
0: I'm doing now and hopefully what I do in the future. How much does the environment or your surroundings influence your art? Huge,
1: like. Uh, when I grew up in Jersey, I'm originally from Jersey. I live in Atlanta. Jersey really was like home I became as a man through the tragedies and uh, life lessons and, and everything that I was taught. And I kind of honed that and created into a, a life, you know, a, a, an art form. Mm. And as I grew up and as I Matured as a person, and I'm still maturing as a person. I took life lessons um, and experiences that I go through daily, or, or, or you know, from the past, or from even from, you know, other people, mm-hmm. and took that and say, okay, how could I best, you know, turn what I know into artwork? Mm-hmm. And it's like how you read how you read my my bio. It, it's like you know it's perfect because it's like my art represents like life experiences and you know sometimes they don't really come out uh you know how uh people might interpret it when they first see it but there's meaning behind it mm. behind it and um you know that's how like i i i think and how i create it's just like you know i dream a lot like I, they put me in special educations because all I did was just dream mm. and not pay attention to nothing. And I took that disability and made it into, an, an, you know, a, a, a muse. You right. know what I'm saying? it's like Like my biggest inspirations come from also music. Like I could listen to a song over and over and over and over and I'm painting a picture in my head and where the colors are
0: going and what the muse looks like and, and XYZ. So. I love that you said that, you know, because we all learn differently, you know, and they try to put us in these different boxes and categories, you know, to fit everyone in. Right. Um, Cause I was, basically in the same situation myself I wasn't interested in what they were teaching us you know and I was always daydreaming or I was always like thinking deeply about things that had nothing to do with school you know what I mean so yeah because the the
1: educational system was uh was based off of a German educational system right school and it was basically to prepare uh, its citizens to be the strongest in the world,
0: right? Also, know? as so, employees too. E- yes,
1: yeah. exactly. Right. You, you, we were hamsters in this this hamster wheel. Uh, so when it comes to maybe your creative, also, and and you're you were not bent on that, you know. So our the education system was never made for us.
0: Um. How, you said that you you, you took uh, inspiration from, you know, um, growing up in Jersey and Atlanta. How important is it uh, for you as an artist to document those um, experiences of yourself and maybe other people around you as well?
1: You know, I'm a terrible uh, person when it comes to writing down things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to force myself to write down things. Like when I make my youtube content i have to write down bullet points Mm -hmm. that way i don't make a video that's supposed to be eight minutes long into 30 minutes because i could circle back Mm -hmm. uh it is important to write down what you what you uh are creating about Uh, because the viewer like i said a little earlier maybe they might not they might see a piece of artwork and not understand what that inspiration comes from so what helps them understand and what helps hopefully that painting to be sold Mm -hmm. is what you write um you know uh, about it because art one side of it is the pretty pictures that you paint but the other thing is the story and the narrative and the inspiration that Mm -hmm. you took to create that and so that's important for people to also see. I have people who write for me. I had an ex that I mean, I, that's one thing I do miss about her. <laughs> she could she could look at my painting and just
0: like write something. It's like, Golly, like yo, <laughs> knock that out the. So yeah, um, it's very important. When I mean a document, right? Because I'm a photographer, you know, and I think it's important to. Um, tell our stories you know not more so writing them down you know so when i go to like different protests or if i'm documenting um older people or younger people or black people in general just to show that we're not monolithic becoming different many forms shapes sizes and 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 backgrounds you know i think it's important for artists to document our experiences because if we don't write our own narratives who else will facts yes yeah. yeah
1: yeah and i think the thing is also too it's like you see how people will take history or whatever and they'll make up their own thing so right. the artist the photographer the videographer has to be straight to the point and say hey this is what it is xyz yeah. yeah sometimes you Allow a little bit of left up to interpretation. That way, the art could grow. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think what you make what you're saying, you know, is a very valid point.
0: Um, you mentioned that your concept as an artist is ever changing and not restricted to any category of medium or style. Um, how do you approach the versatility in your work?
1: Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, The reason why I wrote that is because as a Black artist, Mm. I felt like there was, at the time, a need to be put in boxes. Mm -hmm. And so my thing was always, like, I can't be an artist if I'm not free to be an artist. Mm. And so if something comes to me, then I'm going to be that artist that I was made to be, not an artist that, you know, is is put into a cookie cutter shape, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, I'm gonna tell my stories on how, whatever it is. And I think that's the, the biggest uh, problem I see and the struggle I see with, with a lot of art artists trying to make it, is that they find themselves like, okay, I have to go in uh, This is that if this is where society is going, I'll, I'll create art based off of that. Mm-hmm. But then you have that other side of of the niche where it's like they create art that people just ain't going to get. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes it is better to be like in the middle where you ha, you have you have room for growth room for a nuance and you're you're also breaking rules but also like having your pulse on your audience and being able to to um, to keep, to keep their attention so mm-hmm. i think like with me my most important thing and what I value is always being authentic to myself, Mm. being unapologetic to myself and what I want to create. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. Sometimes, you know, I need growth as a person in order to be that artist that I'm supposed to be, you Mm -hmm. know, but Mm -hmm. I can't do that if I'm always confined
0: just to piggyback on that um i have a four-year-old right and um he goes to school and whenever they do art class or like maybe a coloring book my four-year-old loves to color outside of the lines you know he doesn't want to be restricted to these rules and i think that as artists we still have to keep that young um that childlike mindset to color outside of the lines, you know, to create that organized chaos, you know, just to keep us um, learning and and having that joy that we've had when we first started art. You know what I mean? I think it's extremely important for us to do that and not to be confined to this uh box or looking at other artists on social media that may have more followers or may have more likes or whatever whatever you know because um envy is is the thief of joy you know what i mean we have to express our own uh, uh art and values at the same time but just to piggyback on that i love that
1: yeah i mean look uh, i was talking to a friend the other day and we were talking about the uh, prince and prince's influences right? Mm -hmm. He had several influences that made him become Prince. Mm -hmm. So I think that um, there's nothing wrong with, let's say, calling outside the lines, as long as you're calling outside the lines, being yourself and so so on, Mm -hmm. but you're still taking the fundamentals of whatever you're doing and uh, creating art that that people are going to look at and be like, wow, OK, now, I've seen a lot of art in my life, and there's always this other side of art that no one ever talks about, and that's the, the personal branding, the, uh, the narrative, the stories that we're able to uh, talk about. Basquiat, he did all this scribble-scrabble stuff, right? but he's an icon, okay? I'm never a fan of, I'm not a fan of Basquiat, but I get it. So like you're saying, having that, and that's what Basquiat was doing, was taking his childlike perspective, breaking boundaries and able to create Jean-Michel Basquiat. Mm. And uh, I think that is very needed, um, you know, to have that childlike uh um, freedom. And it's like it's funny, that you say, it. it was like I got a painting that I um I got hanging over here of me. Well, there's a kid that looks like me, um, white piece of paper, and he's 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 about to start drawing, and there's a music, there's a stereo in the back because that's how I started. I used to, Every Friday and Saturday night, I used to listen to DJ uh, Red Alert and uh, WBLS and uh, on my radio. And I used to just listen and draw, just draw, 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 draw. And I realized that as an adult, sometimes it becomes work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. I got to get back to that childlike state where it's like, I'm doing this for fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you said that Vincent van Gogh's quote, I am still far from being what I want to be, but with God's help, I shall succeed. Um, that resonated with me. Um, how does faith and spirituality influence your artistic process?
1: It's a huge, uh, process because I'm I'm glad you asked that question. Because I can't be anywhere without God. Mm. And I am a full time artist. I quit my nine to five of seven years for this journey because I wasn't getting younger and my job wasn't growing me. Mm. So God was providing me this and that and that, that. And I was like, all right, God, you want me to jump? I'll jump. And then he gave me the opportunity to jump, and I jumped. Mm. Now, I have to say, that did not come without costs. (laughs) Because it wasn't a straight line. It always dipped, and it went up, and it went down. And I'll be transparent with you. Like, the last couple of months, I've been broke. Like, I'm talking about broke, broke. And, And I'm still broke right you know i'm still in between uh money you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but one thing that didn't keep me from going nuts i mean i have gone nuts of you know of insanity back and forth um was god you know uh it's like he blessed me yesterday mm. like like money came in and i just i just praised him mm-hmm. but there was weeks of You know, uh, credit, you know, credit card calls, the debtors called, you know, uh, wondering, like, how am I going to keep the lights on, you know, or, you know, how am I going to pay the car, you know, or so so on. Mm -hmm. And I think that on the other side of like the provision side, God is always trying to make me better as a man Mm -hmm. because I feel like. The art thing is like, hey, it's, he's gonna be like, look, look, don't worry about that. I need to make you as a better man first, so yeah. I gotta humble you a little bit. I gotta like wait on these prayer, these these answered prayers to come. But I, look, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna drown. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, and I, I'm painting a picture, you know, right now of a, a woman in water, and um, it kind of reflects on how like my life has been going for like the last maybe two years Mm -hmm. where the waters might be calm one minute and then sometimes like that 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 tidal wave is coming but it's sometimes it's it it you know you you can't breathe a little bit but sometimes god is like keeping you uh uh you know afloat so you
0: get strengthen I love that, you know, I'm a firm believer that you have to have faith, you have to have discipline, and you have to um, you have to work for your blessings because they don't come cheap, you know what I mean? You have to put that work in and put that faith in, and, you know, whatever anyone believes in, you have to um, be disciplined enough. You know, I'm just realizing that as a, you know, a 33-year-old man, um, I wake up every day, 4 a.m., I work out, work my body, my mind, I meditate, I pray, you know, and I put that work in every day and I've, I've seen the fruit of it, you know what I mean? I've seen that fruit and it's just, um, I think the word I'm looking for is just being consistent. Consistency is clear, right. you know? All right.
1: All right. Yeah. And and, and it's like a God will will force you to you know through adversity to be stronger it's like with right. the muscles it's like your muscles are gonna break before they get you know stronger and then it was like during during uh at my times of adversity i got just time to think it mm-hmm. was like you know it's like all right, what is it that i'm not doing right no mm-hmm. oh, i'm not doing this right i didn't realize i wasn't doing that right oh i'm Paying too much attention over here, I should be paying attention on this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this detail over here is not right. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be focused on doing this alone. Maybe I need help. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's a character thing where, where it's like, you know, your character as as a person, like you know, you see we see successful people mm-hmm. fall in the blink of an eye, they were talented at something. And then at the blink of an eye, whatever their weaknesses was crept, crept upon them and they they fallen. So everything that they worked for, all their talent, but over here, there was something going on that they were weak in, you know, demolished everything over here. Right. So I think, like, I'm, I'm a firm believer that god give you know brings us adversity so that we could um uh you know be strengthened and be you know uh, uh you know uh
0: fix those areas that were were we we're hey man you can't make diamonds without pressure facts <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> or gold or nothing or silver. right
0: right right um how do you find inspiration in your art for your artwork? Um, are there any particular subjects, experiences, or emotions that fuel your creativity?
1: Yeah, like you know, like we said earlier, life in general hmm. um, is uh, influenced. Um, sometimes it could just be a uh, a good song, hmm. a feeling something you know that i read in the bible something that you know um you know uh, i feel like isn't being told sometimes sometimes it could be like i was i was painting you know black women um last year in purple because purple represents spirituality and uh royalty mm. and um i was painting myself and men in blue was, and, and some women in blue because blue i i, I took from picasso the, his blue period yeah. and um i felt like like that was you know it's okay to be depressed it's okay to um um you know be uh um it, it's okay to know that you're not the only one that is depressed right and that's all the other thing too is like you know, my Instagram has seventy-eight thousand followers, and I felt I felt like oh, no, it was seventy-two. Sorry, sorry, seventy-two thousand followers, and I felt like I needed to, you know, tell people and remind people that everything ain't gold over here. Right? That I hurt like you hurt, and if there's hurt, if there's people that are are following me, subscribing to me, I feel like. I should tell them, hey, we all go through dark times. And um you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not alone either. I mean I remember doing the pandemic, how many uh brothers that you know I was talking th- out of suicide. Right. I remember, you know, I did a I did a series of paintings, there were three paintings just dedicated on men. One was called um uh most kings. Um, the other one was called, uh, um, you know, the uh, I am man. I think it was. Mm. And the other one was a little, little boy holding himself with the crown of thorns hovering. Mm. Those three was just dedicated to men going through something at at the time. Um, and, and because I know I go through something, and it's it's it's, it's a hard world. To, to be a man sometimes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Being a father, being a provider, being, being rejected, and so forth and so on. But as men, it's like, you know, we suffer in in silence. So I had to do paintings because I, I I was suffering in silence, but, I, but my paintings
0: couldn't be silent. Mm. I love that, you know, as a man, especially as a Black man, we're taught in the black community to um not really grow with emotional intelligence right um if you fall down they say get up don't cry you know what i mean um if you break up with your first love you know we're not supposed to feel these emotions because we're supposed to be you know quote unquote strong men strong black men and i think that it's important to feel these emotions these these different um emotions so we know that we're human you know and we know that we're alive and we feel just like any other human on the planet and it's important for us not only to know ourselves but for you know a brother like you or me to acknowledge i see you you know what i mean and i think that's extremely important i love that the fact that you did that series for you know black women and black men
1: yeah and i think the two the other thing too uh both women and men we're doing some overcorrecting mm. meaning it's like we need a balance It's like like uh there was a controversy with umar johnson and, and and uh you know people were calling him a simp because he's just telling black men oh we got to take care of the kids that's not your own and, and i'm like do yeah, y'all have another argument, about besides calling him a simp, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't agree with everything he he said in that video, but one thing I do know is that when I was over aggressive, over you know violent when I was a, a teenager and, and a dude in my um, mid twenties, uh, I need I do remember strong men coming into my life like yo bro this is not the way this is not how you handle things and so right. and so on and in my life i felt like i could not um disregard those teachings and not give it to younger brothers younger sisters that that i see yeah. and i think the thing is it, you know there's you know i think uh the thing too is like what are you talking about emotions um there's an overcorrecting where it's like we don't understand a balance like mm-hmm. it's okay to cry but not don't stay crying don't right. you know because we 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 have to be the pillars of our families and of our our communities and so I think the thing is is that is how we regulate our emotions mm-hmm. both women and men how to
0: be a balanced person I love that I love that um just have a few more questions for you um what is your creative process like today um how does it go from idea to um canvas
1: well um we already talked about the idea from the canvas it's like usually if I get a muse or I find pictures off the internet or or, or so that best um, would uh, you know interpret my uh, idea, mm. put the muse in, in poses, um, find elements, reference pictures that would probably help illustrate that. Um, usually, I put everything like in Photoshop, do a sketch up. You know, there I like mm. doing it that way because. It takes less time than when you're on a, a a a paper in a pad, and you're just like I I can't use it here. Oh, the competition the composition isn't right. Mm. In Photoshop I could just do layers of 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 images, right? And I could just move them from one corner to the next and so and thorn I could scale it up. I could scale it in and out. So that way, when I'm putting it on a on a canvas, it makes you know uh, perfect sense and symmetry mm. and sometimes maybe like I, i'll uh I'll, you know this might take some extra time you know I'll, I'll i'll put the colors in first you know in photoshop and and then, then i'll be like okay i i this this will work if i use it you know this way mm. sometimes the colors in my brain because you know i'm, I'm you know borderline uh, a autistic person and I just take us I just take the black and white sketch, put it on the canvas, and then get to work and painting. Sometimes mm. it works. Sometimes it don't. Like I'm working like this painting I'm working on now. I had an image in my mind. Um, and then when I got on canvas, I was like, alright, I tweak it here. I got to tweak this here. This, is, oh, this doesn't work. So and so on. So that's
0: not my process. I, I love it. It seems like you have a, a very uh, meticulous process. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> I've seen worse though. I know brothers are works, man. Yeah. I mean, I think no, but actually my my
1: process is is just it's good for me. I yeah. can't say it will work for everybody. It's just I mean and and it might change in the in the future. Um, I know a friend of mine, I mean, he has like his his uh, this sketchbook looks like diagrams for a house. Like you know, <laughs> this frame is going on here. This tells it, and and it's like, because he's he's a lot more
0: like um, the Rosetta Stone electric. or something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I never, I never use it as a stone, but it's like it's like he does things like an architect.
0: You know what mm, I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and.
1: Uh, and uh, you know, there's people who do storyboarding. Uh, you know, they come from maybe like the illustration side or the entertainment side, so they do these storyboards of of, of sketches. You know, and I, I know people who um, you know have you know like like you ever see those crime movies where the detectives have like all these things on the wall like in the batman the, the batman movie is like they they have that type of process you know so everybody's different where they put like all these reference materials everywhere and it's and it's just you know junky, <laughs> and then you have like uh, people who like you come to their their uh studio and Everything is everywhere and like you're like you're like, yo, how do you create in all this mess? Because it's like it's they do it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's organized chaos. I love it, but yeah. facts. <laughs> um, this is a question that I ask all my artists, um, all the artists that I've interviewed. Um, it can be a deep question or it can be not so deep. Um, what's the hardest part about being you?
1: Um putting all the blame on me. That's mm. the hardest part. Um sometimes I forget that it's not me. Sometimes it like we're in a bad economy. Um and that's something I can't control. Uh sometimes it is on me where there's parts of my life that I need to fix. Sometimes um, I'm not in the season of being successful because mm-hmm. you will go through seasons of not being successful. You'll go through the seasons of being successful. You can make $5,000 in one day, and for the next six months, you only know, make $200. Right. And I blame, it all, I blame it all on me. So I think me it's like that control uh freak that um person that doesn't work well with people all the time Mm. that person that learned to burn bridges instead of learning how to build them Mm. that person that i gotta control everything because if I don't do it, it ain't gonna get done. Um so yeah, that that I would say that is, you know, my biggest uh problem. That's why it's great to have a a woman in your life because I feel like or a good woman in your life, hmm. because I feel like her giving you that balance of like, yeah. nah, baby, we'll be okay. Or she to be like, all right, you know what? You're paying you're doing too many video games or so forth and so on i need you to focus on xyz yeah so um having a someone in your life that could be able to you know check you when you need to be checked so well, yeah my my biggest problem is you know my pride my ego and i think that's what god is like working on um you know with 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 me i think he wants me to shut up um, and
0: uh, most of the time and get to work. Mm. That's heavy, but I, I definitely understand and I definitely agree, you know, especially um, living in America where a lot of our um, instincts are competitive. You know what I mean? A lot of our instincts are uh, comparing ourselves with other people or, you know, financial. But I think that as artists, we should still um, focus on the freedom of art. You know what I mean. Yeah. Focus on our freedom and our own sovereignty as artists. And yeah. not only as not only will a, a good partner help that, but just focusing on what makes us happy helps that as well. You know what I mean. Facts. Facts. Yeah. yeah because
1: if you focus on them,
0: you ain't focused on you. Exactly. Exactly. You're taking
1: your eye you're taking your eye off the off the prize. And that was some something i i that was one lesson I had to learn. Because I'm a very competitive person. Yeah. I am a, I do believe though competition does like give it helps fuel. Yeah, it helps but it can't be the only motivation because that that could turn into envy, jealousy. Right. it's like violence you know what I'm saying so it's it, it, it's like you know Kobe wanted to be better than Jordan Um he didn't he wasn't able to do that but he was
0: able to be Kobe exactly uh, that's the point you know, just be Kobe <laughs> just be Kobe right. um, if you shoot for the moon at least you'll be a lot, you know with the stars exactly Um so this ends our uh, conversation. How can people get in contact, buy some pieces, maybe uh, apply for a commission? Like, what's the social? All right,
1: uh, website is cptheartist.com. Instagram is cptheartist. Everything is cptheartist. the artist. find me on YouTube. You uh, can send me an email at uh, uh, cptheartist at gmail.